Hey guys, welcome to episode number 35 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, so this is a pretty impromptu episode. It's 9am and I just heard some pretty shit news about this project I've been working on for 16 months and it's been my baby and I am really upset right now. It's not completely killed, but it's just taking a different direction that I really just didn't want it to take. Um... So I'm just feeling really off at the moment, and 90% of me is like, Mimi, stay in bed, don't work out today, like, just sulk in your depression, and, you know, you can, you're, you have a one-off right now just to be really shit and upset and just not do anything today. And then another part of me, this 10% part of me, is like, Mimi, it, this is not you, Don't sulk in bed and be depressed and have that low vibrational energy and, like, you know, just feel sorry for yourself like you're a victim. No, you're in total control of your life. Remember that. So I wanted to record this podcast right now to remember that and to talk about it because this is, like, real-time personal growth going on. Like, a massive part of me is just, like, no, stay in bed, don't do anything all day, you have a one-off, like, you can eat whatever you want because your life is shit, you can just, like, not go on a run because your life is shit, like, who cares if it'll make you feel better, like, you don't need to be good today, you have a one-off, but no, I'm gonna resist that, and this is something that I used to never resist, and I used to just, like, make that my excuse and say, okay, I'm gonna do this, but right now, you're listening to me real-time resisting it, and I'm gonna change my day, you know, I'm not going to to feel sorry for myself all day and, and sulk around and feel like a victim. I'm going to take life by the balls right now and look at different options and see this as a positive and make this as amazing as I can make it without this one thing that we lost, one, someone, um, this one commodity. So if that's the word, I don't even know what the word is, but someone, this one asset to this project, like since we lost that, now we're going to move on and work with our other assets. Um, I know this is a bit confusing for someone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I literally can't talk about it. You'll probably find out soon, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. That's really annoying. I hate when people do that. But anyway, just think of it as like a collaboration that I'm doing that is life-changing, that could blow me up completely and um, would be amazing. So and I almost just think I lost it, but I I might not have. Like, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. You know, it was really secure before with this other asset, but now it's, like, really not super secure, and I think it's more of a risk. And I'm used to taking risks all the time. I guess some people aren't, but I love a good risk. Um, So I'm just going to work towards it now. You know, I'm, I'm not going to sulk all day, like I just said. I'm going to write out a plan. And that's what really helps me when I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm going to write out a plan and we're going to start acting on the plan and it's, it's going to work. We're going to make it work. I think if there are enough people backing a project, backing something to happen, wanting something so badly to happen, it must happen. If there's so many people behind it that won't stop until they get it, 
I am convinced it's going to happen. So this has been a detour in my life right now. Um, I was kind of counting on this exact thing to work out um, exactly how I wanted it to for many different reasons. But right now there is a change of plans and I'm going to have to work around it. I'm 22 years old and I don't see my life in a few years being the same as where I am now. I want exponential growth and I need to act accordingly. So I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to be all victim today and be like, Meh. it's like, no, Mimi, come on. This is you. You are who you are in your strongest moments. Like that's the core of you. What you produce in your in your you know most emotional moments is who you really are at the core. And I'm not this sad, depressed, victimized person. I'm this motivated person who takes no's as you know. Uh, okay, move on onto the next. We're now closer to the yes. So that's the mentality that I need today. I need the mentality of all right, give me all the no's, baby. I love being rejected because it gives me a chance to prove everybody wrong and to keep going. It's a challenge. The process is a challenge, and the process is what. I seriously need to start enjoying. Um, so, so that's it. Achievement is is a really weird thing, you know. Getting a no is a weird thing, but I actually am just thinking right now about all of those other times I've been said no that have turned out to be the best things that have ever happened to me. So, I'm going to give you an example here. When I first moved to London, I was working like three jobs, <laughs> and. Um, I wanted this, I was working at a juice bar from like 6 a.m. to noon, and then I was working at a styling agency as an intern from like 1 p.m. to like 6 p.m., got home at 7, would work up on my blog from 7 until like midnight, and then go back to bed or go to bed and start everything all over again. So that was my life for the first six months that I moved to London, and I knew how to grind. Like that taught me how to grind and I was living alone and I like needed to make money because the rent here was crazy expensive. Like I think I was paying like 650 pounds a month. Um, I was living with this girl, this other Canadian girl. And that was like so much money to me because that's like, you know, $1,300 Canadian. And that's like the rent here is ridiculous. So I was working so much. And like, you know, there's only so much money I could borrow from my parents. I'm going to end up owing them so much. So I had to do this all myself. I was super motivated. So I was like, okay, I want to find a job. Um, and this is before I even knew I wanted to be in television. So I was like, okay, like, I just know I want to live in London. So I was like, okay, I need to find a job. Um, that's more of like a nine to five with more secure money. And like, so that I can work on my, on my blog, like for a bit more time. And, you know, I just want one job. I don't want to move around and, and travel for like three hours a day for two different jobs. So I applied to this, um, this handbag company. Uh, it's kind of like a, it's not really a fancy handbag company. I think it was, what was it called again? Um, Paul something? Uh, fuck, I forget the name. I wish I could tell you. Um, I'm going to Google this right now because I actually, I want to remember this. Hold on. Ah, this is it. Paul's Boutique. I think it was that. I don't remember. I think it was, yeah, Paul's Boutique. And their offices were like, really kind of far away from central London and I was willing to travel there for like an hour and a half every morning an hour and a half back just to get this one job they had um I think it was a social media manager or something or like marketing something and I was like 19 at the time when I applied and I went through like a four round interview process and um I remember I went to Paris to see a friend 
and I got the results of my interview. Like I got a yes or a no. I was going to get a yes or a no that weekend. So I went to Paris and I was like, I have this in the bag. I've been so great. The interviews, like I, I kill it in interviews. Like I really am I'm so amazing at getting jobs. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I really am. I'm good at buttering people up, let's just say, to get what I want. <laughs> so I was so sure I was going to get it. And I was just so happy. So I went to Paris to see a friend that was living there, got like a cheap easy jet flight. And um, when I got in, I got a call from them being like, listen, um, we're really sorry, but we're going to pick the other person. And I was like so defeated and upset because I, I was sure of it. I knew I was going to get this role. And it was like, I don't know, like 22,000 pounds or something a, a year. Like it wasn't really good pay, but I was like, I'm going to have my first proper job, like all this stuff um, or 25K or something. I forget exactly what it was, but it was like, you know, like for someone that just started off at 19, like that was decent. And I was so sure of it. And I did so well in the interviews and I tried so hard and I did, I went above and beyond and I was sure of it because they loved me. And uh, I didn't get it at the end. And you know what they told me? They were like, at the fourth interview, remember when we asked you how old you were? And they thought I was like 24. I was 19 or 25 or something. So I was wearing like my blazers in there. And like I, you know, my confidence levels were those of someone, you know, way more emotionally mature. Like I I really threw on the confidence for those interviews. Um, and they were like, you know, we just, we love you. And we would, we, we were honestly thinking of hiring you. But we, when we found out you were 19, like there are just there are people that are thirty years old applying for this uh, for this position. Like we we just we have to give it to somebody older. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Age is just a fucking number. Like seriously, I have worked so hard for this. Like this is I would be so good at this. Like you want someone younger for this role. And I, there were just so many reasons in my head that I was like, really, I'm just not good enough. That's it. It's not because of my age. It's just because I'm not good enough. And from that day on, I've like. I've always hated how I was young and I always like, you know, I would always make a point to not tell people my age because I thought they wouldn't take me seriously and all that jazz. So, um, yeah, so I got rejected from that job. And listen, if I had gotten that job, I would never be where I am today. I have no idea where I would be right now if I had gotten that Paul's Boutique marketing job or social media job, okay? I would be contract with them for probably a year and then maybe, you know, stay with them and they would maybe even be able to get me a visa. So I'd probably still even be working for them potentially. Like, you never know. And that's just so off from what my soul's purpose is. Like, I am not supposed to be working for another company, you know, building their dream. Like, I'm, I'm so entrepreneurial that, like, this is just, like, where I feel my best is doing my own thing. And it just wouldn't have been in line with my with my passion and purpose. You know, it would have been maybe good experience. And I've had so many jobs in the past that have really taught me about like customer service and experience and like, you know, the importance of certain things in business. But I think this was such a blessing in disguise. I remember being so upset because I worked so hard towards this. Like I went above and beyond PowerPoints, this, that. I attended their events. And like, I was just like, I was so freaking good for that month of like the application process I was so upset and I remember bawling my eyes out getting into my friend's flat in Paris like I I was just a complete mess I was like but I I did so well like why am I failing and looking back I wish I could go tell that 19 year old little fragile girl and say babe this is the best thing that's ever happened to you if you took this job you wouldn't have been able 
to get on this TV show that would have really changed your life. It would have made you realize that you want to be in television. It would have, you know, given you this crazy opportunity to reach all these young girls and to really like kill it with your own brand that you've been working on so hard. You would have gone through so many, you know, personal growth steps in the in the four seasons you filmed for this show. Like you this is the best thing that would ever happen to you for your career right now because you'd have these experiences that would really grow you in a different way that you've never grown before. And, you know, it it had a time and place in my life. I did four seasons and that's great. But right now there's other, there are other big things on the horizon for me. And I'm, I use that platform just like they use me, you know, we use each other. That's life. So I use this platform and I used it to learn and to grow and for the following that I got. And that's great. Um, and I'm just so proud of myself for taking that big risk. And, you know, at first I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do reality when I first had that, you know, that that thought in my mind. I was like, no, it's so not me. Like, that's just so not me. But I did it. And it was it was great for a while. And yeah, I used it and took it to my advantage. And that's great. But I would never have had that opportunity if I was stuck at a fucking nine to five job in like, you know, North London or wherever it was. I would never have. And I'm not meant to do like really average things. I really don't want you to think right now that I'm like shit talking anybody with like a normal job, like no fucking way. If that's, if you're happy in your job, I'm literally so proud of you. That's so great that you're doing what you love. But for me, that's just something I I wasn't able to do. I had a brand that I wanted to build. You know, who knows if by now I would have forgotten about Mimi B and I just concentrated on doing the other kind of the work that I was, you know, paid to do then and there. Like I would never, maybe I wouldn't have invested more in my career. Like you never know what would have happened. So I was put in this place where like I really had this opportunity to grow my brand myself. And that would have never happened if I got that Paul's Boutique job. So all to say... Your failures in the moment are shit, but, you know, life is like the domino effect. If one small thing happens, it could really, and one small failure, like in retrospect, that's a small failure I could have applied to another job, you know, but I took that and I was like, okay, you know, let me just like chill for a bit and see what else I want to do. And like, I was applying it up to other jobs. I got so many no's, so many, you know, oh, you're not experienced enough. Oh, you're too young, you know, but, um, and I tried freaking hard, but then at the right time, I got the show opportunity and that's great. So I think all these failures, like it's the domino effect. And in the moment, I'm really, really trying to keep telling, I I try to keep telling myself like, all right, every failure is leading you in the right direction. Every time you get a no, it's like, that's, that was not meant to be. Your life could have turned out so differently if that, that person said yes, or that, that project happened or this happened, or you met this person. Like, this is where you're supposed to be right now. Like you are in exactly the the perfect place where you need to be at this moment. And that's just the way of thinking that has kept me sane, I think. And I need to take that on today. It's really easy. It's human instinct to get really upset when you get a no and when you fail, it's to be sad. It's like, no, this is great. This is amazing because if it happened otherwise, like if you got what you wanted, your life might be way worse in the future, way different, way off your your soul's purpose or off of what you're really meant to be. So 
I'm okay now, you know? Talking to you guys has made me okay. I'm just chilling. All right, we're going to get through today and we're going to be like, we're going to be more motivated now to kill it after getting a no. Failure fucking sucks, okay? When you really think you deserve that thing and you think, oh, it's so easy if this thing just happens. But you don't learn if you always get yeses. Like, Imagine in life you have never gone through failure. Imagine you were always offered things and things always worked out for you and you never got a no. How boring would that be? Working towards something and putting your blood, sweat, and tears into something and, you know, trying and like being persistent and just really going for it. There's something so beautiful about that and it makes you earn it and it makes you more deserving of it when you get it. So, you know, this is great. I'm... I feel so much better now. I think just talking has really helped me. I'm so happy that I made the decision to pick up my microphone and my computer and just go, go with the flow and just speak because I already feel way better. Today is going to be a self-love day. It's not going to be a victimization day. It's not going to be a depressing day. Today, I am just going to really practice my self-love and care, be positive, make an actionable plan all right, and just go with it. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm so excited for the success that I'm going to have in this certain area of my life. And I don't doubt that it's going to be incredible because I seriously deserve it. I worked so hard towards this. I don't think I've ever worked so hard, you know, for something in my entire life. It's been such a roller coaster, but success doesn't come easily. It's something I've really learned. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen those those graphs, like it was like a meme or something. It was like, or not a meme, but it's like those things, those pictures I've seen like on the internet and it's like um, two charts. It's like success, what people think success is. And it's like this chart or graph and the arrow just goes straight up and it grows exponentially, like with no, you know, twirls or downward spirals or whatever. Um, and then it says what success really is. And it's that same chart, but the arrow goes like and it like goes up and down and like go crazy and like uh, you know really far back and then really high up and then really far back and then you reach it at the end but that's really what success is that's what it is and it's true with anything in life with you know body like I've struggled so much like to reach my best body I think now I'm like almost there honestly but the past five to ten years ever since I've like started being conscious of how I looked like It's been a serious up and down thing. Like nobody just gets there like once with one try. It's like you need to constantly be working towards something career-wise. Oh my God, come on. Like you don't just like get lucky and go up to the top like that. That doesn't really happen. That happens as often as someone winning a billion dollars in the lottery, you know? So like it's just unrealistic. And and that's just what it is. Success is ups and downs, ups and downs. And the people that reach success are the ones that persevere and the ones that don't give up when you're at a low point, when you keep trying, keep trying. If you've tried, if you've had a thousand no's, okay, if you've had 1,000 people say no to your face about this new company you're starting or say no or just like, you know, give up and you you keep getting no's and then you give up, it's like, you that's not you're you're never gonna be successful it's like oh no but I couldn't because I got so many no's I'm like all right what if you're a thousand and one person that you approach said yes look at like imagine where you'd be now like keep trying persisting and also the other thing 
it's easy to say, keep trying, keep trying. But like the other thing is really just to take into consideration, um, you know, the input that you're getting from other people. So if something's not working and like you're trying so hard, like just maybe ask other people why they think it's not working and just be open to suggestions. Cause I've learned for me, you know, I thought something would have worked in, in my way, but like the second that I start getting, really open to other people's criticism is the second that I can actually self-reflect and say, okay, maybe this should change, like maybe whatever, you know? So just be open to that as well as another tip I would give you. Um, so yeah, that's that. I don't know what you're going to relate this podcast to, but if it's anything career-wise, I think you could really relate or even body. Like I, I think everything I talk about on this podcast, you know, body, career, self-growth, relationships, they all kind of fit into the same thing on this failure topic and a lot of topics, you know? And that's why I love to talk about them. If you fail at a relationship, if you fail at a, you know, pitch to these investors for your new company, if you fail... Um, you know, if you repeatedly fail on trying to lose a bit of weight or get healthy or keep going to the gym and you just fail, 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 remember that everybody that gets to where you want to be, everyone at that goal that you want, they've failed a thousand times before reaching it. So just keep that in mind. And nobody's perfect. Don't compare yourself. I think that's a really big thing too. When you compare yourself to people that have already gotten what you want, you just feel defeated. Like it actually has no benefit whatsoever. Like if you want to use that as motivation, then sure. But if you use it in a negative way, like it has zero benefit comparing. And I still do it all the time. I just have to catch myself and say, Mimi, no. (laughs) Mimi, no, I heal. (laughs) So yeah, I think um, that's the other thing. Just not comparing, but using inspiration is good. But just comparing your life to someone else's because you always just go through different experiences and also like you don't know the work that they've put in I think that's another thing like on social media and like seeing all these like influencers and like famous people and actors and stuff like you don't know how much work they've actually put in before getting to where they are right now like we have this big misconception that everybody you know beautiful and famous like they just got it easily but they actually didn't and i can assure you that it's so rare for someone to get something big and and worthy easily if if it was easy everyone would have it and the beauty of getting something big is putting the work in and persevering like i just said like that process makes it worth it like imagine if you got your goals tomorrow without putting any work in yeah it would be great but deep down wouldn't you think like you know, you wouldn't appreciate it as much. I feel like that would happen with everybody. It's like if you instantly snapped your fingers and became a millionaire, billionaire, whatever you want to be, um, like how shit would that be? <laughs> like, I'm kidding. It wouldn't be shit. But how, <laughs> how undeserving would you feel if you didn't work for it? And I know a lot of you'd be like, no, I'd be fine. <laughs> like, I'd be okay if I just did that. <laughs> but there's a point behind what I'm trying to say. Like, what you work for, you feel like you deserve more. Like, okay, this is a good example about money. When you've been given, like, a gift card for a store or something and you go in and you buy Um, an item of clothing or like you get something as a gift when you wear it like oh you love it at first great but like by the by a few like by the time you've worn it a lot and you're just kind of like eh, you know you don't really appreciate it as much you might not take care of it as well 
I don't know, this is personal experience. Um, if, if I get clothing for free, I always get clothing for free. Like, I don't really appreciate it as much as if I actually, like, spent my own hard-worked, um, hard-earned money and bought myself a really great bag or great shoes. Like, I wouldn't take care of them as well if, if it was free or a gift. I, I don't know, that's just me. But I feel like I really, I value things that I pay for myself and that I work towards. So, yeah. That's that, guys. That is that for today. All about failure and just to keep going. And I guess the only motivation that you really need to keep going if you fail is just realizing that you can get there. You can have whatever you want in your life. It is so possible. You know, look at all these success stories from famous and rich people that have started from absolutely nothing. That's not just luck. That's perseverance and that is hard work. So just have your goals in mind, know what you want, work towards it, adjust your plan if you fail, and keep going. And I can assure you that if you keep going, you will achieve it one day. I think we should all see life in a different kind of, or through a different kind of lens. I think we should all see life through a lens where we can achieve whatever we want. Because it is possible, and the only people that actually achieve crazy massive things are the ones that that see themselves doing it first, the ones that know they can do it, so that's why they work towards it. If you don't think you can become a millionaire, or you don't think deep down you could reach 10% body fat, then you won't do it. It's simple. Stop acting like a victim and take control of your life, and that's just it. You will never achieve anything at all if you don't believe that you can achieve it first. Believing is the first step. So... I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. Let me know in my DMs if there are any topics that you want me to discuss in these solo episodes. I am so happy I've gotten such a great response from them. I love blabbering about by myself. (laughs) It actually is pretty therapeutic for me. So thank you again, and I will see you next time.